0: Welcome to the Pursue Whole Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Maurer, and in this podcast, I share my insights as a leadership coach and former therapist. I sit down with some of the highest level leaders in business, entertainment, and human performance to help you pursue wholeness in your work, life, and relationships. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pursue Whole podcast. Here at Pursue Whole, we believe that leaders have the power to change the world, but whole leaders are going to have that power to change it for the better. If you're a leader, you cannot help but shape the world around you, whether that's your employees, your community, your family, your children, or your friends. And yet the question I have for you is, You are you bringing wholeness to those spaces or chaos, pain, and brokenness? And one of the areas that we see disrupting wholeness for leaders is their inability to find rest, true rest. So today in this conversation, I've invited Kim back. Kim, welcome. Good to be here. So Kim is one of our relational coaches. And Kim, I want to ask you, how do you see this concept of checking out or rest relate to the leaders that we serve within Pursue Whole?
1: The people that we serve come in really wanting to be the best version of themselves But they struggle to do so because they're constantly checking out where they're feeling overwhelmed and tired. They're facing burnout and kind of are facing this question of how much longer can I keep doing this, right? Like, I think that I'm kind of at the end of my rope and I can't see myself continuing this for the next 10 years.
0: Yeah. And they're tired. They have low energy. They have that mood instability. And because they're so stressed and tired, they really lack some of those deep relationships. So we wanted to give leaders three questions that they can ask themselves to assess whether they are actually checking out or whether they are finding true rest. The first question you need to ask is, what are your intentions as you go into that behavior? So for instance, exercise exercise is generally very healthy for us and your intentions for exercise can be to take care of yourself to find rest to have a stress reduction you can also exercise too much you can also exercise for the wrong intentions and kim can you share with us a little bit about what some of those negative intentions around exercise might be
1: when we have a hard time really checking in with ourselves, we just feel this need to escape And we see a lot of times with people who are exercising a lot that they have so much internal energy that they're trying to get out of them that they're almost running away from that. They're just trying to purge that energy and find a place of rest and exhaustion so that they can go to sleep that night, that their mind isn't always spinning, right? It ends up being a bit of a coping skill rather than something, wow, I'm really doing this to feel better afterwards. So we see that with a lot of the different things that are really healthy in a lot of ways, but it's used in an unhealthy way.
0: Mm -hmm. And this can go into other behaviors like alcohol or sleep. Maybe you have a glass of wine or maybe you have a bottle of wine, but your intentions around that time of, is it a positive intention or a negative intention? And let me break these two down. A positive intention is that I'm aware of what I feel in that moment and I'm trying to find some way to soothe or calm or take care of myself in that distress. So that would be a very positive intention to have a glass of wine or take a nap or go exercise. A negative intention is when we're unaware of what we feel and we don't want to know what we feel and we want to get away from what we feel. So it's not really about taking care of ourselves, It's about distracting and numbing the emotions that are stirring on the inside. And that would really be a negative intention. And you can do the same behavior for a positive intention to take care of yourself or a negative intention to numb and disconnect from your feelings. And as a result, out of that, you're either going to feel rested or you're going to feel more exhausted. And this leads us into that second question that we need to ask is, is your behavior enhancing your relationships or disrupting them? And Kim, I want to pass this one over to you.
1: Yeah, because when we're using something with negative intention, it's leading to this idea of escapism. So when we're escaping, we're not present with ourself, but we're not also not present with the relationships around us, right? We're escaping everything in our external and internal and almost just we're checking out, right? And so we have to ask ourselves, is this behavior enhancing our relationships or disrupting it? An example of this would be watching TV, right? That can be very much an escapist mentality, right? I'm binge watching this TV show for five hours. Or I'm sitting down with my family, we're popping popcorn, and we're watching a movie together. Is it checking in with my family? Or does it leave the relationships around me saying, that person's not with me anymore? I don't feel connected. They're lost. And we tend to get a lot of critiques from the people around us of, I don't feel like I know you anymore. I'm not a priority. Where are you right now?
0: Yeah. And one of those questions would be, do the people in your life complain of not being a priority in your life. Maybe it's those hobbies or the alcohol or the sleep or the exercise that's really taking you so far out of those relationships that it's causing a lot of disruptions. So as Kim said, the question you really have to ask yourself is, is your behavior enhancing the relationships around you, bringing life and wholeness and peace, or is it causing a lot of disruption and chaos and tension? The last question you need to ask in order to build awareness on whether you're checking out or finding rest is, are you leading at work and at home from a place of peace or from a place of fear? When we lead from a place of fear, we are always assessing how we're coming off and we play very much this chameleon role where we don't quite know who we are, but we're trying to mesh and mold to everyone around us. We're actually afraid of fractures in our relationships. We're afraid of people leaving us or abandoning us or pulling away. So we, we lose ourselves and we absorb into whatever people need us to be. And when we can't find true rest, rest is really this unique opportunity to get away and to figure out who am I, what do I need, what do I want, what's most important in my life. And when we can't find that rest and we're constantly checking out, we don't know those things. So we're constantly absorbing into what other people want us to be. And that often comes from a place of fear of having people leave us or be frustrated with us or disconnect from us.
1: Yeah. And the flip side of that is leading from a place of peace. So when we're leading from this really grounded place, we are very congruent with ourself, right? We're the same person at home that we are with at work. We're the same person with friends, right? And I'm consistently leading according to my values, character, and personality. I'm not shifting or chameleoning based on what other people are expecting of me. So we just have this sense of confidence that I can go into this meeting and I'm not adjusting myself based on fear of conflict.
0: Yeah, and we have that ability to slow down. We're not afraid to slow down and ask ourselves some of those good questions to really bring peace to our relationships and our surroundings. So if you're wondering, hey, I don't know if I'm checking out or if I'm actually finding true rest, remember, ask yourself these three questions. Once again, the first question is, what are your intentions? Are they positive? Are they negative? Is it to take care of yourself or to numb yourself? The second question, is your behavior enhancing your relationships or disrupting them? And you're going to be able to see that and maybe ask the people in your life, ask your spouse or your friends, hey, when I do this behavior, do you feel closer to me or does that cause a wedge between us? And then the third question is, are you leading from a place of peace or from a place of fear? And that place of fear is really going to you're going to lack that ability to know who you are, what you need, and you're going to be that chameleon in life rather than that place of peace where you have congruency about what you need, what you want, and how to get those needs met in the world and show up as a whole person. So those are three questions that you can ask yourself. And at the end here, we want to just leave you with a couple really practical things that you can do today in order to enhance your ability to find true rest.
1: Yeah, a couple of things that we can do is plan for what our ideal life is going to look like. So I encourage people often to make a list of what stresses us out and what relieves that stress. Right. So have a piece of paper, split it in two sides, and just make a list. What are my stressors and how intense are they? And then what are the things that relieve that stress for me? And then really take a look, how often am I participating in those things that relieve my stress? Right. Is there balance between these two? Another thing that you can do is really taking intentional time each day without technology, right? So no podcast, no distractions for just 10 minutes. Go out on a walk and that will help us practice of I'm not just escaping and checking out from whatever is going on internally, but I'm checking in with myself. I'm checking in with what's around me and I'm not just trying to distract. Those
0: are great points, Kim. And another thing that I found really helpful in my own life is setting up a plan for my evening. We spend so much time as leaders and as individuals putting our calendar together for our work day. And then as soon as we get home, we lack clarity and vision for what we're supposed to do for the five or six hours that we're at home. We kind of just let things fall in place with kiddos or with a spouse or maybe a TV show. So as much as you plan your work day, plan your evenings as well. And I tried this a couple of times this week where I put on my calendar time blocks for when I was going to read with my kiddos, when I was going to watch a show, when I was going to have a conversation with my wife. And I really mapped out a couple of things of how I wanted my evening to look. And that gives you a lot more intentionality, and you can set some frameworks around some of the behaviors that you've struggled with to check out. So if you typically drink a bottle of wine on your evening plan, you could maybe say, I'm going to have one glass of wine at this time, and then maybe I'm going to wait two hours and have another glass of wine, and then that's it. And you can have this agreement with yourself, um, or I'm going to watch two hours of shows rather than three hours of shows. You, ha- you go into it with a plan, and you're going to be a lot more successful in that time actually pursuing rest. So in summary, remember, ask yourself those three questions to determine if you're checking out or finding true rest, and then practice these tactics and techniques that we mentioned at the end to enter into a state of calm or peace or rest and allow your body to have some time to just rest and find comfort and calm throughout the day. So if this is something that you struggle with, as a lot of leaders do, we're constantly putting out resources on the Pursue Whole podcast to help you pursue wholeness and find peace and rest. And if you need someone to walk alongside with you professionally, we have coaches on staff who would be happy to do that. You can reach out to them at the Pursue Whole website at pursuewhole.com. And remember that leaders have the power to change the world. They will change the world around them, but it's whole leaders who are going to change that world for the better. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, links, and show notes, visit pursuehole.com and click podcast. Before we go, it would be extremely helpful if you would please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you find this podcast. This helps me understand my audience better and serve more leaders such as yourself. That's it for me this week. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or other social platforms, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Pursue Whole podcast.